So Afghanistan has fallen into the hands of the Taliban after 20 years of blood, sweat, and tears. It's gone in an instant. My question is, what is everyone so upset about? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer. It's my beautiful wife, Nikki. Hi. And before we dive into this topic, honey, is there anything you would like to say? Yeah, I just think we should be in prayer for all those in um, the path of that hurricane. Uh, hurricane Ida, we're getting some of the rain from it. Nothing serious here, but yeah, it's pretty much Category 5. So yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other ways to help those people as well as the other uh, people we've been talking about helping in Afghanistan. But there's always people who have um, some kind of team put together to meet uh, the needs of those who are hurting and you know without shelter, without food and all that. So pray for people to um, to go and then, you know, the ones who don't go help support. Definitely. And then uh, just Pray for, I guess, safe travels. We've got friends that are coming into town um, right in the midst of this hurricane, so we pray that they would get here safely. And then just pray that we'd have a good time. Um, They're not necessarily here to see us, but we're going to see them while they're here, and that is a blessing from us. Another friend from our previous life, so um, (laughs) previous church, so God keeps blessing us that way, so that is great. And then as always, please make sure you're following us on whatever podcast platform you're on. If you happen to be on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe, consider sharing us with a friend, and consider leaving us a review if you've got time and the mm-hmm. desire to do so. We would appreciate it. All right, so before we dive into this topic fully, um, although this does kind of coincide with what we want to talk about today, I just want to make mention of something that I, an article that I had seen recently in the news, and it's... Um, basically something President Biden said. So in this address to the nation, um, President Biden, and if you want to read this, honey, he said this. American military has been answering for a long time. Here I am, Lord, send me, Biden continued. Each one of these women and men of our armed forces are the heirs of that tradition of sacrifice of volunteering to go into harm's way to risk everything. Not for glory, not for profit, but to defend what we love and the people we love. Yeah, so this quote uh, comes from Isaiah 6. (laughs) There is almost nothing worse than godless politicians quoting scripture. And look, I get the sentiment. Like, you know, hey, American military, they volunteer to fight for our nation. You know, I get that. I know, but here I am. Send me. The problem is this verse is speaking about Isaiah accepting the call to be a prophet and specifically speaking to the Lord in a vision. This is not a catch all verse for doing something for someone. And even more so what president Biden is speaking about is almost the opposite of Isaiah six. Yeah. This isn't like the, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me type of verse. You know, Um, the thing is like Isaiah is responding to God about a call to be a prophet. And I, I guess Biden, you know, who is God, I guess, in this scenario, um, he's calling on men and women to do the will of America and its leaders. And then he goes on at the end to say, 
to defend what we love and the people we love. And <laughs> that just jumped out at me because I was like, I'm curious what people and what country he's thinking of. Because uh, mm, yeah. like, who in military service anymore or veterans of the military service for that matter love this nation as it stands today? Yeah, you can find uh, the one-offs, but by and large, we love what the country was who we used to be, what we used to stand for. We used to love the American people, but not not today. We are among the most godless antichrist nations on this earth, really. Yeah, and nobody loves their neighbor. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, just look at the coronavirus, you know, in the last year and a half and tell me that we love each other enough to go to war and die for each other. Like, give me a break. So, um like we're led by people that aren't just not Christians. They basically outright hate God. They're anti-Christ. And the people of America are filled with hate, you know, yeah. on an individual level. And I think this is just a terrible analogy. Um, and in no way, I think, fits the narrative of the military member serving this nation mm -hmm. today. You know, I was a recruiter for three years in the Air Force. And granted, I was just one small example. But probably at least 95% of the people I put in the Air Force joined for two reasons, travel and education. That's it. That's mm -hmm. why people are in the military, yeah. at least from my small experience. So yeah. just that jumped out to me when he quoted the Bible. Um, godless people quoting scripture to you is never a good thing. But back to the topic at hand. So why is everyone so upset? You know, I get why certain segments of the population are upset. Um, you know, but from what we were told, right, um, 81 million people voted for this. Like, mm -hmm. this is the platform and the party that won the majority of America, so we're told. I know, never mind all the stories of election fraud, much of what we're seeing again in California, but we are assured this is what the majority of America wanted. And now all of a sudden, we see mainstream news media blaming the administration uh, for what happened, Bill Maher is blasting the president for his handling of the situation. Why? This is exactly the guy and the policies that we're told the majority of the country wanted. Yeah, like the thing is, these politicians are probably more honest today than they ever have been. They have no reason to hide who they are. Um, like they don't right. pretend to hide their true colors anymore. They come right out and tell you what they want. Um, you know, and America's basically signed right up for it the whole way. Um, there was and there really only, from the way it looks, one adversary that Democrats in this country care about defeating, and that's the Republicans. Um, you know, Hillary Clinton, as far back as 2015, um, she said as much in her presidential debates. Yeah, she said among her biggest enemies were Republicans. Yeah, I mean, they came right out and said it. Like, my biggest enemy is Republicans. And in the world we live in, our national leadership views Republicans, you know, religious people, traditionalists, in a sense, is more of a threat than Islamic extremism. I know. So is it any wonder when your leadership is more concerned about climate change, gay rights, mutilating the genitalia of your children, uh, killing unborn children, spreading the wealth, everything is a human right. Is it any wonder 
that they would drop the ball on Afghanistan? No, like it's not something they're concerned with. It's not something they think about. Like they just Mm -hmm. simply don't care about it. And we in this nation, again, I think in their eyes are a more present threat than terrorists abroad. I mean, obviously see the way that's playing out today. And like in their worldview, a woman making a few cents less than a man in this country is more important than a woman being raped and subjugated in Afghanistan. Um, Mm. Fake, you know, racist allegations in this country are more important than Christians being murdered in Afghanistan. We have such good lives here. Like we have to make up reasons to sound oppressed. Like, yeah, we'd rather (laughs) spend more of our waking hours focused on fake made up racism in this country than like actual real people persecuted across the globe. Um, You know, but what's so frustrating is having people complain, you know, about this when the, again, they didn't hide the facts of who they were when they were asking for your vote. This is exactly who they were when they were asking for you to vote. Like if your platform, if one of your core tenants is like on a national level, one of your core platforms is like funding and fighting for the right of people to murder their unborn babies. <laughs> Why on earth would you assume that they valued life in Afghanistan? Right. Like 81 million people were told said, we yeah. agree with this platform. So what's all the attitude for now? I know. Like, I what, do you, what do you think is the goal of leaders who are antichrist? Like we see the things they say are important, which your rights, you know, and they want people to be self-focused and victimize themselves here and become self-consumed that we as a nation just destroy ourselves. They don't like, we don't have to, they don't have to work on anything, but our minds really, everyone suffers, you know, when they convince us that we're all victims, like with abortion, it's the most obvious one. If you can convince a woman that the child in her womb is a curse and not a blessing, then you can really convince anyone of anything. Yeah, and they're doing that. Like this nation or nation used to be led by people that look to the future, you know, that look to a better tomorrow. Um, our founding fathers, who, you know, the godless politicians and the academics and stuff love to deride, but they saw through their sins. Um, to a better life and a better existence for everyone. Like, yeah, they were slaveholders, but while they were slaveholders, they could still see that all men were created equal. They couldn't work it out in their own lives, but they saw that future and they mm-hmm. worked towards that end. Mm-hmm. You know, while they left their countries because they wanted to go found their own land, these, you know, God awful white Christian men from Europe that were all supposed to hate, you know, <laughs> they got here, formed this new world, and then they turned around and invited everybody to come join them in this nude found freedom, like they were God fearing men, um, men and women. And they guided their, like that God, that fear in God guided their decisions. Basically yeah. it wasn't just this idea of what benefits them the most right now. Yeah. That now mentality, like our leaders today are completely willing to ruin this country, destroy the nation. That's been a blessing to the world all to line their pockets today. It's just like even the garden, you know, quoting uh, Genesis. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave to her husband with her and he ate. 
It's like now. They can be yeah. satisfied it now. It looks good right now. Mm-hmm. No asking God, hey, what happens? Oh, I sink all of humanity for the rest of time into sin and death. Nope, it looks good right now. Yeah. And the thing is, like, let's not look down on Adam and Eve, you know, like not in this nation today. Our politicians, in our eyes, they are serpents. No mm-hmm. different. Um, promising to provide all of our needs, you know, we've talked about before, by their riches and glory, you know, not by God's. And all we have to do to receive these riches and glory is give them more control, more authority over our lives, more money, and then they're just going to make everything okay. Mm. Um, You know, we take that bite of the apple every day um, or the Mm -hmm. bite of the fruit every single day here. Like we were talking about, we're gluttonous for that fruit in America today. We can't get enough of it. And they know it. And the thing is, it's about time that we at least admit as much to ourselves and just quit being in denial. So mm. we're going to talk a little bit more about this. Our plan, at least, is on Wednesday, um, as long as there isn't a new episode of The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill for us to review. <laughs> we're going to try to go back and discuss. We've done this already about what a biblical leader looks like. Now we're going to yeah. try to look at what does an antichrist leader look like which should not be hard in America today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another thing. I didn't really make this point to you earlier. We so often, you know, deride the Democrats in this country and these politicians because they're so obviously anti-Christ. But this is not a single party issue. Right. The way that I look at it is like Republicans suck and Democrats are anti-Christ. Like <laughs> you don't have a great option. Um, we, it's just... So we're not trying to say one's necessarily better than the other. For God's sakes, they've all drug us to where we are. Um, mm-hmm. But it just it falls flat for us to see these news stories and hear people proclaim every day, you know, that this is the world they want, right? This is what they're pushing for and voting for, but then cry and complain when you actually get it. I know. This is why it's extra important, vitally important, that believers separate themselves stand for Christian values and not political principles, Um, stand for righteousness and not self-satisfaction. Matthew uh, 7, verses 7 through 12 tells us, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread... Will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being e- evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Perfect verse in it. You know, normally you think of that going along or in sort of conjunction with receiving from God, right? Ask and God will give to you. But what if we as a nation, we've been asking and receiving from Satan? Yeah. What would that nation look like? Maybe America in 2021? Um, Mm -hmm. So just something to consider. And as we get ready to wrap this episode up, honey, do you have any last words on this topic? I just think that whole idea of the, just thinking about Eve and Adam in the garden, it's it's really that um, instant gratification and not thinking about the long-term effects of everything we do, not just with our nation, but in your everyday life, apply this. Like 
think if I do this one thing right now, I'll be satisfied in my flesh. But yeah, who who's hurt by it down the road? Yeah, and this isn't an issue that I think, you know, so often we get in these discussions and it's like, yeah, these people or they need to fix this. Or like we look at these as large groups, but it's you and me on an individual level like mm-hmm. that has to solve this stuff because we all have these things that we're trying to satisfy in the moment. You know, that's where they mm-hmm. come up with the term of a single issue voter and right. different things like this where, and this is why the divide and conquer thing is such a, a strong tactics that or tactic that is used today. And if you can see that that's where the racial division and all these different things start coming into play, whereas these godless politicians break us into small little segments. Yep. It's so much easier mm-hmm. to control an individual little segment than all of the African uh, American community with their religious faith and backgrounds and all the, if you can just break them into these small little segments, um, yeah. with, they're doing and if we're, we're divided we can't them. band together as we the people to fight back at all yeah but on an end or on the end note here if you voted for this i don't know what you're so upset about uh this is the country you asked for uh, so it's here now i would look inside yourself and um you know make different decisions we also have to look inside ourselves for the things that we've asked for and yeah um you know, it's kind of that thing, like, uh, if God answered all of your prayers today, like, how would your life look or how would the world look today? Um, it'd probably not look that great, but you'd be very well off. I would imagine <laughs> if most people's prayers were answered. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a call out to everybody that we need to look inside ourselves and make changes. So um, stick around for Wednesday. We'll try to get into that or review Mars Hill. Um, and then, as always, we're here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, please come find us on social media, wherever we're at. Leave us some reviews and comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. Anyways, that's all we got. God bless.